Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number 23 of season 7. I'm your host, E-Dub, and it feels good, man. feels good to be back in the win column. Yes, the Atlanta Hawks take care of business. 132 to 121 over the Toronto Raptors. Um, come on in, man. Come on in. Have a seat. Let's sit down. We're going to talk about this game. We're going to talk about this W. And we're going to enjoy it a little bit, right? We're going <laughs> we to enjoy it a little bit. Uh, we got some sound from Coach. And we got some sound from Trey. Uh, hear what they have to say after the game, man. So uh, before we get into it, man, let me get rid of some of this housekeeping. And uh, just another note. If you did not catch episode 22 if you do not catch episode 22 make sure you go back and listen to episode 22 that was a mailbag episode uh we took your questions questions about lloyd questions about bradley bill cam reddish all that stuff man so go ahead and catch 22 
after you listen to 23. Don't stop now. You, you catch that one after you listen to 23. So we appreciate we appreciate and we appreciate all you guys that take some time out of your schedule to listen to the Hawks Week podcast. Man, this is the absolute best Hawks podcast in the world. So no disrespect to all my other guys doing podcasts. Uh, we salute them. Good guys. Well, we got the best thing going on right here. So, uh, we want you to, if this is your first time into the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you stumbled in, hey, don't leave. Grab a seat, have a seat. You know, we just going to kick it for a little bit. And uh, we invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, at HawksBeat. It's all one word. That's the same for Instagram and Facebook as well. We're on Facebook. Just search HawksBeat. And you will find us. We will invite you to subscribe to the show. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. And if you got a little extra time, make sure you go by and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Man, we greatly appreciate it. That helps us get our weight up in the podcast community. All right. So uh, we're going to take a quick stop. To hear from one of our sponsors on the other side of the stop, though, is uh, we're gonna go into keys of the game. I'm gonna get, a, I'm gonna dig up some sound for you guys, and we're gonna do a brief little recap. So, listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 23. I'm your man E Dub. Stick around, we're gonna have some fun. What's up, folks? It's your boy Edo for the Hawks Beat Podcast. I want to share something that we are doing for the month of February. We are going to be giving away a small business advertising packet for free. Yes, we're going to give away advertising on our podcast, our website, our social media, and we want to connect with your small business or maybe be somebody that you know. So here's what we need you to do. Connect with us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat. You can find us there. Let us know what small business you represent, and you will be entered into a drawing. Once we select a winner, uh, we'll partner with them and promote their business for the month of February for the brand cost of free. (laughs) It's free advertising. So look, connect with us on our social media. We look forward to hearing with you and possibly partnering with you for the month of February. Thanks. We'll see you soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back uh, talking about a Hawks victory. Uh, Hawks victory, uh, 132 to 121 over the Toronto Raptors tonight. And I want to, before we get into the recap, before we get into the uh, keys to the game, I want to play some sound for you. So I got some sound clips, one from Coach, I got one from Trey, and I got one from uh, we got one from Coach, one from Trey, and one from JC. So let's hear a little bit about what they had to say after the game. Coach, you gave up 121 points, but this seemed like it was one of your better defensive efforts tonight. What were your thoughts on the defensive uh, side of the ball tonight? Welcome to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always say it. You know, I think the, the best of the league leading defense is averaging, you know, giving up 110 points or whatever the case may be. I don't know. It's. You know, I, in your best night, you're hopeful that a team doesn't score 100. Um, you know, and I think that's the elite on, you know, poor shooting nights. These guys, these guys had 14 offensive rebounds. They've got capable guys from three. Uh, they scored early in the shot clock, so there were a ton of possessions. 
um, you know, that's just that's just par for for the course. Sometimes it's just one of those things where uh, if they're scoring, uh, if we're scoring and we're scoring early, and I thought we were scoring early as well, uh, they're going to get extra and they're going to get more possessions. They created a lot of extra possessions with the second chance. Uh, and at the free throw line, you know, 16 free throws. The really the, the biggest thing that I was bothered by was them scoring after makes in the first half. Uh, we showed that at halftime, and then them getting to the free throw line, I believe, 16 times in the third quarter. So we obviously want to defend without fouling. We obviously should do a much better job in transition defense after made baskets. Uh, other than that, I thought our guys were competing. That was Coach Pierce talking about the defensive uh, acumen of the Hawks tonight. It was kind of a mixed bag. I thought I thought they had played really hard, really good defense at times. Uh, then at times, I, I thought, like he said in the first quarter, of course, when uh, Toronto's getting layups after a make, <laughs> like that's not something you want to do. But that's something Toronto's really good at. They're second in the league in fast point, fast break points per game, and I guess that would be considered uh, a fast break point. But uh, let's hear what Trey had to say after the game. Games that you guys fell short. What was it that you guys were able to do tonight that you weren't able to do the last couple nights? Uh, I think really it was just hit shots. I mean, you look at our turnovers. We had 25 turnovers, and we still found a way to win by, I mean, whatever we, we ended up doing. I mean, nine points or um, 11 points, and we still had 25 turnovers. But we, we, we got stops. Um, we also just executed down the stretch, and I think that was big for us, and uh, we were uh, very locked in. I don't know why I asked Trey that because I knew I knew he was going to say that. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I'm just kind of hoping, I guess, for a little something different. Uh, I knew that asking the difference between, you know, when you lose games and when you win games, um, most players are just going to say we made shots. <laughs> that's what he gave me, but it was all good. I asked the question. That's what he gave me. So uh, last but not least, man, let's hear a little bit from John Collins. What's up, John? Congrats on the win, man. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, we always hear about Coach talking about closing out a game. Is there a difference in mindset when you talk about closing out a game as opposed to maybe just playing ball in the first or the third quarter? Do things get a little bit different when it's kind of crunch time for you? Oh, yeah, hell yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like things are dramatically different from that you know, start of the first quarter to the end of the game. Guys you know, and coaches will try to exploit whatever mismatch or whatever opportunity they see on the court. Um, and it becomes a chess match um, and a matter of who can make the right decision at the end of the game because we're all talented guys, but now we have to make the right decisions. And um, as you said, close out the game. And that's very different from when you open a game and, you know, you're starting to figure out the rhythm of your team versus the others. Uh, completely different. All right, and that was John Collins. Uh, um, a good night of basketball tonight for John. Actually, a good night across the board for all of the Hawks players, not just you know the the starters, but the bench as well. So, what we are going to do now is we are going to take a look at the keys to the game. Um, if you are new to what we do around here, uh, each game before uh, before tip. Well, I try to do it before tip. <laughs> Give out usually about three keys to the game, and after the game, we go back and we examine how uh, how we did. Are, are the keys to the game? So let's um, go back and take a look at these. 
Let me pull them up on the Twitters. Uh, once again, if you're not following us on Twitter, you need to follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're just at Hawks Beat. We usually live tweet during the games. And, uh, yeah, keys to the game. All right, play fast. I said Raptors are good, are a good defensive team, so getting easy buckets in transition will be of value to the Hawks. Hawks are currently 27th in the league in fast break points. Toronto is second. Did I think the Hawks played fast tonight? Not necessarily. Um, I thought they were efficient, though. So if you're not going to play fast, the next best thing is to be efficient. I thought that um, they got some good inside scoring with Capella and and, uh, with John Collins. I thought that um, they didn't settle for threes, and that's good. That's good when you don't settle for threes. Hawks had 38 points in the paint compared to Toronto's 46th. The, I'll tell you this. The stats tonight were all over the place. The stats were all over the place, and I don't think it was truly indicative of how the game was. <laughs> I mean, Hawks had 19 turnovers, uh, which isn't good. Like, you're not going to win a ball game if you have 19 turnovers and the other team only has seven. So, I mean, it's a lot of a lot of nuance here. But uh, for, as far as playing fast, I don't think the Hawks did a good job. But despite not playing fast, I thought that they were efficient. So next key, win the bench scoring. I said, of outs- I said now keep in mind, I'm, 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 I'm typing this before the game. <laughs> I said, outside of Gallo, the Hawks bench has been atrocious. Hawks starters aren't good enough not to need bench production and rest. You need production from somebody. Uh, I would say if there was a theme this last couple of games that the Hawks have lost is that when the starters have gone out, the bench has given up the booty. (laughs) And you simply cannot do that. You need production. You need good shooting. You need quality minutes from your bench. And tonight, not only did they have good production from their starters, they had quality production from the bench. Gallo uh, is up to 25 minutes a game. 4-6 from 4-6 uh, shooting. Uh, he had 14 points, 3 for 5 from beyond the arc. A Congo only played 8 minutes, but uh, I thought that he was he was, you know, he was you you know, you <laughs> He was kind of all over the place, you know. I I, I thought that uh, he's he's getting his legs under him, so I don't have no problem with the Congo. I I tell you what, I'd much rather see a Congo over out there than uh, Bruno Fernando. So that's that. Solomon Hill, uh, Rondo, and Snell. I thought they all gave him good minutes. Twelve, twelve, and eighteen minutes between the three of them. Uh, Hill had eight. Rondo had two, but I thought this was Rondo's one of Rondo's better games. Even though he only had two points and two assists. Uh, Tony Snell starting to get his legs underneath him. Six points. The most important part for the bench was that time after the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, where it's really make or break time. I thought that they really came in and they gave the they gave the starters good minutes. So you could rest Trey. You didn't have to. I thought the bench played well enough that you didn't have to rush Trey back and you were able to give him enough rest so he can come in and close out the game. Um, they didn't bring Trey back into the game until I think it was seven and a half minutes in the fourth. So that was a good, you know, four minutes, four and a half minutes, almost five minutes that you gave him to rest because your bench was being productive, being productive. So salute to the bench. Um 
what else? What else? Contain the X factor. You know Lowry, Van Vliet, and Siakam is going to ball, but you can't let Norman Powell or Boucher, I think that's his name, go off for 20 points. Well, the Boucher kid went off. <laughs> he had a really good game. and But you didn't really let Norman Powell go off. Norman Powell had 20 points, but... Um, he didn't like go off. And and secondly, Kyle Lowry only had nine points and five assists. So, I mean, that's livable. You can live with that. So, um, I thought they kind of broke even. They kind of broke even as far as the X factor was concerned. So, that is the keys to the game. And uh, I tell you what, man, let's take another quick break. I got to get one of my sponsors in here. And on the other side, we'll go into the brief recap. We'll go into player of the game, Fab Five, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. You listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number 23. It's your man, E-Dub. Stay right here. All right, folks, we are back for the final segment of the Hawksbeat Podcast. This is your boy, E-Dub. Episode 23 of Season 7. Hawks get the victory 132-121. to 121. Let's do... Um, let's go ahead and recap this game a little bit. Um, let's start at the second half, man. Hawks took a 66-63 to 63 lead into halftime. The defense was much to be desired. <laughs> much to be desired. But I'm going to tell you what. The offense was clicking. The offense was clicking. And sometimes you can play uh, bad defense if your offense is really good. Uh, see the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> yeah, Hawks took a 66-63 uh, lead into halftime. You had Capella f- going for 11-6. and six. Trey went for 10-6. and six. Uh, six assists, I'm talking about. And Reddish, Collins, Herter, and Hill all had eight points. And to me, that is important right there. All four of those guys almost in double figures at the half. Which more important, the Hawks were 10 of 20 from three uh, at the half. Like, yo, you're shooting 50, 50% from three-point range. That never happens. <laughs> that never happens. As a matter of fact, the Hawks, let me, let me pull up my notes. The Hawks finished with season highs in field goal percentage, 56.8, and three-point percentage tonight, 52.8. So just like when you have those nights where you shoot 15%, 20% from three, and you're like, yo, you're not going to win a game like that. It's not sustainable. Just like you have those bad nights, some nights you're going to be good and you're going to be really hot like you were tonight. This is also not sustainable. <laughs> so I always say the truth is somewhere in the middle, right? Truth is somewhere right in the middle. But uh, for what it's worth, they shot the ball amazingly tonight. Shot the ball amazingly tonight. Third quarter was a quarter of runs, kind of. It was kind of an ebb and flow um, type of quarter. So they they go in. They start the third quarter up by three. Kick it up to ten early, and they're rolling. They're rolling. And then uh, when they get up ten, you have three straight turnovers. And then you have a long three from Kevin Herter that, that misses. Uh, Toronto comes back and scores, and then Toronto's next thing you know, they're knocking on the door. They're only down by like two, two or four, something like that. Um, Pierce calls a timeout. They get things together. He draws it. He draws up a great play after the timeout. Goes down to Collins in the block. He gets something very high percentage. Gets matched up on one of the smaller guys. Able to get a bucket after that. I thought that was an excellent coach. Uh, a play by. Um, 
by Coach Pierce out of the timeout to stop the bleeding and to uh, get the guys back on track. So Hawks are going again in that third quarter, and they get up by as many as 11. So um, Toronto, of course, being Toronto, they're a scrappy team. Like you're not just going to you're not just going to wail and, and wallop on the Raptors like they're just a scrappy team. They've always been a scrappy team, and they'll always be a scrappy team. So uh, they cut into that lead a little bit. But after three, Hawks are kind of you, – you're never really comfortable, right? You're never really comfortable because after three, the score is 101 to 94. So they got a seven-point lead. But here's the thing. You haven't rested Trey yet. You haven't rested Trey yet. He's played a lot in that third quarter. And uh, – you got to give the boy a rest. You got to give him a boy. I mean, he's not a machine. So um, here's what I think would change tonight that they weren't able to do the other uh, the other games where they where they lost. The bench came in and they held serve. Quaint is plain and simple. They came in and they held serve. They were able to give Trey a good four and a half minutes of rest, so that when he came in, I think about seven thirty mark. He was he was good and ready to finish and close out this game. I tweeted uh, at the seven thirty mark when Trey and Capella came back in. I think the Hawks were up by seven or so. It's like okay, uh, Trey and Clint are in there now. It's time to close out. And at that point, if they don't get the job done, you can't blame the coach because you got your best five out there. You got your best five out there, and if they crap the pants, that that's just what it is. But. Uh, they didn't. They end up closing out the game. There were a couple possessions that I was kind of like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, what are you doing? Uh, there was one play by Trey. He did, he he was doing too much dribbling, just doing too much dribbling. Uh, he almost lost the ball, and then he chucks up a three. I'm like, "Yo, what the hell are you?" Oh, okay, yeah, there it is. <laughs> and then he makes the shot. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So it's kind of one of those things. What are you doing? No, 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 no. Oh yeah, great. It was kind of one of those things. But Hawks end up winning the quarter 31 to 27 and coming out on top as a whole, 132 to 121. And again, they played, I thought the second quarter of the defense was much better than it was the first quarter. But the way the NBA is now, you have so many possessions. Teams play so fast, they yoke up so many threes. The final score isn't always indicative of how. You know how the defensive play. I mean, there are certain there are certain possessions. I was like, okay, yeah, them guys was locked in. You know, certain blocks from John. I thought Herder had a good possession on um, on Kyle Lowry, and I, th- I thought even Trey did something well against uh, Van Vliet. It was a certain moments. I was like, okay, these dudes are playing defense now. Like they playing defense, defense. So um, you know, it, it was kind of a mixed bag. It was kind of a mixed bag. But either way. You're glad you get the victory, and you're glad that you knocked out that 10-game losing streak against the Raptors. So um, let's go into our awards. So if you are new to the podcast, one thing that we do after every game when we do the post-game post-game pod is we do the good, bad, and ugly. We do the Fab Five, and we do the player of the game. So we will start with the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good tonight to me was... Stopping the streak, stopping the streak. Uh, ten games is a long time. Like I don't know how far that goes back, but last year they were three and they were zero and three against the Raptors. So Raptors have always been kind of a scrappy team. Even back to when, um, God, I forget the guys. I forget the coach before uh, Nick Nurse. They've always been a scrappy team. But uh, the good to me was getting off that snide and wiping away that ten game losing streak. 
the bad the bad tonight was the first half defense, man. Like, look, man, you you gave away too many baskets when you guys are just already have made a basket. Like on the transitional baskets that you get, like after after a make, and they're getting layups and stuff like that is terrible. That is not only terrible, but it's unacceptable. So I'm glad they they nipped that in the bud. The second half, you didn't see much of that no more. So that was crazy. That was the bad to me, and the ugly to me was the officiating. But it's crazy because I thought the officiating was bad on both sides. Like, I thought, like, even the Raptors were getting screwed on some of these calls. <laughs> so, that is the good, the bad, and the ugly for tonight. Uh, the Fab Five, to me, to me, I believe the Fab Five are the starters. And it's not always that way if you listen to the podcast. I don't always get the Fab Five to the starters, but I thought the starters were uh, the, five, the, the Fab Five tonight. Um no disrespect to the to the bench guys. I thought they came in and held serve. Like I said, Cam Reddish ten points, five rebounds tonight, three of six shooting. Uh, I thought it was a good night for Cam. the 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 question uh, for Cam is is this: Can you be engaged like you were tonight when you're not shooting the ball well? That is the key for you to learn. Not having a good night. Get a, get get some offensive rebounds. Get some steals. Get on the stat sheet some other way. Uh, make an impact some other way. But I thought tonight was a good night for the kid. 10 points, 5 rebounds. Kevin Herter, 19 points. He shot that thing tonight. <laughs> he shot that thing. Uh, 5 of 8 from 3-pointer. Uh, he only took 9 shots. I mean, I still would like to see Kevin Herter shoot more. I love to see Kevin Herter shoot that thing. So, uh, 19 points to Kevin Herter. I thought he was special tonight beyond the arc. And uh, you needed everything he gave you. Trey Young, 28 and 13 assists. And uh, Trey was Trey, man. Trey was Trey. 6 of 15, but uh, I I thought that he managed the game well. I thought that he really picked up the pace. And I'll say this, man. I'll say this. You need all those guys back. You need Bogey back. You need DeAndre back. But without Trey on this lineup, on this team, (laughs) when Trey, I'll say this. When you have Trey on this team, you got a shot. I don't care who it is you're playing, you got a shot if number 11 suits up. I'll just say that. I'll just say that. Um, Clint Capella, 23 and 16 tonight. I thought he was good in the paint. 10 of 13 is hella efficient. You're not going to be, you're not going to be any more efficient than that. Uh, I thought it was a good night for him. John Collins, 19.7 rebounds. Three of six from behind the arc. John was even stroking tonight. Like everybody was stroking tonight. I think it's contagious. Just like bad shooting can be contagious, I think good shooting can be contagious. So tonight it was working in the right way for the Atlanta Hawks. 52% from three, 56 from the field. You're not going to see that often, so enjoy it while you can. So uh, I think that about wraps it up, guys. Don't forget to check out episode number 22, the mailbag edition, where we answer all of your questions. Um, questions about Lloyd Pierce, question about Bradley Beal, question about Cam Reddish. We hear all of that in episode 22. So, again, we appreciate you guys for checking us out. We appreciate you guys for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. We really appreciate you guys. And like we say at the end of every episode, got to keep things in perspective And we do that by saying God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and get to know him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace.
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. We're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.